Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. We've heard lots over the holidays in regard to Australia and the wildfires that continue to burn down there. Uh, A contingent of Canadian firefighters is down. Uh, First, let's give you a quick update from Global on what's going on. And with at least 4,000 people stranded, the Australian military has been called in to help. Black Hawk helicopters have been used to bring firefighters to Malakuta and evacuate the most vulnerable. Naval ships have also been deployed to the region. One of the vessels has the capacity to evacuate 1,000 people. Officials say they will prioritize based on need. Cooler conditions Wednesday have given fire crews a short window of relief, but by the weekend, temperatures are set to soar once again. 14 Canadian firefighters are arriving this week in Queensland. Another 21 will be deployed to New South Wales on Saturday. Heather Urex West, Global News, Calgary. Melanie Morin is with us, Acting Information Officer, Canadian Interagency Forest Fire Centre, and on the line with us now. Melanie, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Hello. What can you tell us about the firefighters that are going down there? Uh, A long way to travel just to fight a fire. This is more about expertise, is it not? Exactly. So, um, of the personnel that's there currently and those that are will be soon traveling, none are frontline firefighters. I think that's important to note. Um, these are not people that are holding the hose and have the hard hat on their hand. Yeah. Uh, what Canada is sending are specialists, our incident management um, team members, people that will integrate incident management teams once they're in Australia. Uh, these are positions that these people hold within Canada, within their own agencies, when there are fires here. Um, and we're talking about a variety of roles um, in operations, uh, determining strategy and determining how, you know, the fires will be fought. Uh, logistics, it may seem, you know, kind of minor, but it's a very important part of firefighting, especially when it goes on for such a long period to make sure that, you know, that there's proper lodging, proper food, uh, again, in finance, in aviation. So we really do have a variety of roles that are being filled. Uh, so would each individual going down have a specific role? Uh, would that be determined beforehand or once they are down there? That's determined beforehand because there is specific training within the uh, ICS, the Incident Command System. Uh, several of the people that are going down can definitely assume more than one role, but uh, Australia's needs were uh, listed beforehand, and we uh, ensured that we had one person to fill every single one of the, the slots, the, if you will, if the, the needs that they have, and that's what they will be assuming once they're down there. Is it a personnel issue or an, experti- an expertise issue here? Um, what is it that we're doing that we can offer advice for? What are we doing better, I guess, is the question. Uh, better in what sense? Uh, in order to fight these fires, what 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 sort of what sort of is the Canadian experience greater than that of Australia, or is it just more bodies to help? It really just is extra personnel. Um, Canada has received personnel from uh, provinces exchange personnel. Of, frequently during the summer. Uh, Australia has come here to Canada at least four times since 2015, and now it's our turn to reciprocate. So it's not that Australia doesn't have the expertise, and it's Mm. not that they do not have already people assuming these roles that we're going there. They just, with the amount of fire on the landscape, uh, you need to augment capacity. So we are there to to help uh, with the firefighting efforts. Perhaps I should have started with this question, but what can you tell us? What is exactly the Canadian Interagency Forest Fire Centre? What is it that you people do? 
Uh, it's an organization that's not known to 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 everyone, and 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 that's it's completely fine. Uh, we are a nonprofit uh, corporation that um, all the provincial, territorial, and federal agencies that fight fire um, they cooperate with within this agency. Uh, what we do is we facilitate uh, the sharing of resources. So if um, there are lots of fires in British Columbia one summer, and all the other provinces go to help out, well, we will facilitate that um, as well as internationally so this you know we've brought in Australians before South Africans Mexicans this summer to um, to Alberta whereas this time it's Canada's turn to to reciprocate so now we're going to Australia we also facilitate uh, equipment sharing uh, knowledge information uh, we really are there to uh, to, to help the provinces uh, throughout Canada how many are down there now and how many are going? Do you have an accurate numbers? I do. So uh, three de- different deployments have left. 21 left on December 3rd. 30 people left December 19th. 15 people left December 30th for a total of 66 people that are there right now. Mm. Uh, we have two more groups leaving on January 4th and January 6th, which will bring the total up to 95 people. However, that number will decline again a few days later because the group that left December 3rd uh, will have completed their 38-day deployment and will be heading back. So the groups that are leaving this weekend will be, in essence, spelling off that right. group that left December 3rd. And is that what it is, a 38-day deployment for each group? It varies. It's in the 30-ish days, 31 to 38 days. It right. really depends on what the need is there and, and the travel dates and that sort of thing. So, But yeah, um, it, it's common when you do international deployments same thing when the Australians come here. Uh, it is for a longer deployment just because of distance and cost and, yeah. and the effort getting there. Who does pay for this? So in uh, all resource sharing agreements are always done beforehand. Uh, they're done beforehand between provinces. And in this case with Australia, the agreement's been in place since 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it is Australia that will assume the cost and compensate uh, right. for all any and all help that they've received. And we're hearing uh, each day that, uh, although there was a break in the weather, I guess, this week, um, uh, this is going to go on for quite a while, it appears. Are you preparing to just continue this rotation until it isn't needed anymore? We um, we really can't predict, and that is as much with the situation in Australia as the same thing that happens here in the summer. Fires are entirely dependent on Mother Nature, uh, so I really don't know, and nobody knows what the rest of Australia's summer uh, fire season holds, but um, definitely if uh, requests do keep coming in. We will address them as they as they come in, and we will address them with the agencies and fill them to the best of our ability. I guess the advantage here is that uh, in Canada is winter right now, and there probably aren't a lot of forest fires as opposed to the you know Australia, which is celebrating summer right now. Absolutely, uh, and it kind of is the same thing when they come here. It's their winter season, so um, they are able to, to 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 lend us to rent us out their resources, and this way we get to do uh, the same. How do you decide who gets to go? Uh, it's actually not an easy process in the sense that um, in this case, uh, what we do is we send out uh, requests to all the different uh, provinces and territories, the individual agencies, and ask who can be available. Um, and then you try to fill them. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's, a, it's a delicate process because, uh, as in this case, it was during Christmas time and mm. New Year's. Uh, 
Um, it's also a qualification uh, issue, who has the qualifications and the experiences to go. Um, many of these positions are, are very specific and uh, must be qualified through the incident, um, the ICS, the Incident Command System. Uh, so uh, they would all be working and living in different parts of this fire, I'm imagining. There are several fires. Uh, in there. Currently, everyone that is there is in New South Wales state. Um, on the groups that are leaving on the weekend, one group will be going to uh, Melbourne, Victoria. But uh, within New South Wales, as we've seen on the news, there are several several large fires. And um, exactly, are the 66 that are there are not all together. They are deployed to different fires and different incidents. They are um, the accommodations can vary from one place to another. I really can't, uh, mm-hmm. can't say. And the next uh, the next group going January fourth and January sixth to head out. Exactly. Uh, and they will there they will be there for another thirty eight days. Is that accurate? As I mentioned, between thirty and thirty eight it really depends. Uh, and I mean. Uh, a deployment can be uh, cut short, if you will, if Australia decides that they, they no longer mm-hmm. uh, need the assistance earlier, then yes, they can be sent home, but the maximum is a uh, 38-day deployment. Do they ask for this assistance, or is it just offered to them because, again, of the agreement we have, we just go back and forth a lot, a, a, all the time? A request has to be made. Yeah, so they actually do ask for more help then? Absolutely. Um, do you think many Canadians are aware of this, that Canadians are being sent down there to offer their expertise? Uh, we've had quite a bit of media interest in the last few days, so mm-hmm. I think with all the images that have been uh, on the news and, and people can see how, how dire the situation is down there, there has been uh, quite a few questions asking what Canada can do, and people have, have started to uh, to uh, inquire as to what uh, who we're sending and what we're sending and what we're doing. Um, but yeah, I don't think that people understand the, the role, and, and that's kind of what I've been doing for the past day or so, explaining mm. what it is exactly we're doing down there and, and how everyone who who raised their hand and, and volunteered to go um, gladly gave up their Christmas and their New Year's because it, exactly it was such a dire situation. Wow. Uh, Melanie Morin has been with us, Acting Information Officer, Canadian Interagency Forest Fire Centre. Currently uh, about 66 Canadian expert firefighters down there helping Australia and uh, more will be deployed uh, January 4th and 6th to uh, hopefully relieve them. Uh, Thank you so much for the time. Uh, Fascinating. It's amazing to know uh, the technique and the professionalism that these people uh, possess and how it is uh, used virtually worldwide. Melanie, thank you so much for the time. Much appreciated. Thank you. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.